Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. Welcome you today to CSD Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. I've got some things I I want to talk to you about today. <laughs> and uh, maybe it's just a little bit of me. I need to share me with you a little bit. Um, not anything personal. I'm not, not going down that road again. You know, I've done that before. But no, just my thoughts for today. But let's go to the Lord in prayer first. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we pray for your hedge of protection around President Donald J. Trump and his family and those around him. I pray that you will grant wisdom to those who are trying to care for him, those who are surrounding and protecting him. Father, I ask you to hear our prayers, O Lord. We have sinned. I know I have. We're your children, and we need you. We know that our ways destroy. We mess it up all the time. And your ways give life. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us for ignoring you in our lives, even denying you when it suited us. Forgive us for our apathy and our complacency, which has allowed evil to reign in our once great nation. May each American draw closer to you, for I know those individual Americans are more important to you, Father, than this this nation as a whole. And may America as a whole once again be the beacon that shines and glorifies your name and shares your good news. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Lamez. It's a book that begins back in the 1815 times, following Napoleon's defeat by the British at Waterloo. It's a great story, Lamez. The story of a man, but it takes place in a time in their land of great government oppression. The people were hungry and tired of being slaves to government. In one scene, the youth, mostly young men, were plotting an uprising, and they sang. It was done as a musical, but you can order the book and just read the book. But they sang, and the words they sang were, Do you hear the people sing? Singing the songs of angry men. It is the music of the people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join in our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade is there a world you long to see. Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. If you will give all you can can give so that our banner will advance, some will fall and some will live, will you stand up and take your chance? The blood of the martyrs will water the meadows of France. I do love musicals. 
But reality is, this morning, the routine each morning is me gathering the news and trying to get whomped up, as my old boss used to say. And Rudy asking me, do you have a teaser yet? What do you want us to talk about? Some days it all just looks the same. So as I was thinking and searching this morning, (laughs) sigh, (laughs) nothing was exciting me. But then I thought, now wait a minute. We had primary elections in both Florida and New York yesterday. And there were many victories for liberty, or we hope that's what they were for. Did we hear the people sing yesterday? The American people sing or stand for liberty and constitution? Our elections are riddled with fraud. We know that. I don't care which side of the aisle you're sitting on, and I wish there weren't sides. There's fraud. Our elect officials are filled with corruption. And the people we have allowed, we've allowed them to have way too much power. And it's time, past time, to take that power away. America is not alone. And we were not the only nation to, or country, to feel the sting of oppression from higher powers of human authority. That's what the story Lamez was kind of about. It was oppression from the beginning to the end. One of the biggest regrets in life that I have is not listening <laughs> in history classes. American history, I love that. I listened to that. I made great grades in that. But when it came down to world history, it's boring. But now I realize how connected both are. And how our founding fathers learned from the past and gleaned what they could for our future. I shared Lord Acton's writings with you a little bit a couple of weeks ago, but he is the one famous for the phrase, power corrupts, tends to corrupt, and absolutely, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. America is now in a war. Not like any we've ever experienced before. And perhaps we the people are just waking, we're just waking up to the sad fact of just exactly how oppressed we have been for probably a hundred years or more. Liberty, though, is always in the hands of the people. But first it must be a lust within their hearts. Should we allow motions to rule or common sense to be applied to our governance? Do you hear the people sing? Sing the song of angry men fighting to bring America home. So as I was going through the news, and and Rudy was kind of excited about this one, and, and it is, it's exciting. And I thought, well, maybe we did hear the people sing. This is coming out of Florida. DeSantis's backed candidates flipped the Florida School boards, from liberal to conservative. Oh, what a blessing that'll be for the children. Taking our children back. We should have never given them up. Conservatives across the state of Florida celebrated on Tuesday night, that was last night, after the control of the Sarasota County School Board shifted from liberal to conservative. It shifted. Mainly because of the critical race theory. People were fed up with it. They're also fed up with the other things they're doing to our children. 
Today, Ron DeSantis' Florida endorsed candidates won and flipped the school board. It is now four to one anti-wokes indoctrination and pro-parental rights. All three of our endorsed candidates, candidates in Sarasota County have won their elections. The 1776 Project PAC tweeted, We just flipped the school board from three to two liberal majority to four to one. Now, that should ring a bell with you, the 1776 Project, because that's, we have had Bob Woodson on before and talked about that. So this is a big deal. We did hear the people sing. Beth should get excited about it. He goes on in this, he closes in this article. The 1776 Project PAC was successful across the state of Florida. This shows what happens when conservatives like the 1776 Project PAC, Moms for Liberty, and Governor DeSantis team up behind their candidates. Florida. School boards. Local. They flipped the school boards. Local. They're protecting their children. Yes, did you hear the people sing last night in Florida? I believe we did. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe, and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. 
Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So when I give you some news throughout the day, or throughout the hour, it seems like a day, but then it goes so fast. Do you hear the people sing? Songs of Liberty. Songs of the Angry Men. Do you hear the people sing? Well, this is uh, from the election. I want to talk about that just a little bit. Now, Trump was slamming Mitch McConnell. Now, this was yesterday. We didn't talk about it a whole lot. We had Daniel on. Bless his heart. He's had a bad cold. And uh, if you... Remember, back in 2018, I'm looking back and I'm thinking, you know, the Republicans weren't all that excited about keeping their authority, their their majority there in the House and the Senate. So what happened? You see, the swamp doesn't really care about your liberty. The swamp are the ones that we're having to fight and it's a different war than before. It's harder to see who the enemy is. They said that a lot in Vietnam. They didn't know sometimes who the enemy was. And, and the enemy would use a child. I've heard the stories of, of these men that fought over there. These aren't children, though. Mitch McConnell is a rhino, and I knew when they put him in as the uh, minority leader, or even when he was the majority leader, things weren't going to change. Yes, he saw to it we got the Supreme Court justices, but he fought against the wall, and he fought against other things when Trump was trying to get things done. And now he says, you know, it's not that easy to flip the Senate. I doubt that we get any coverage, any, you know, momentum there. there. He's not looking at it that way before former president donald trump continued his sting of of run-ins with the senate minority leader mitch mcconnell last weekend he did this trump also publicly called out senate republicans in truth social who allowed broken down hack politician mcconnell to disparage his hard-working endorsements he was putting down Trump's endorsements. You see, they're not a part of the rhino club that goes down afterwards 
and they all pat each other on the back with the Democrats because they're only enemies in front of the camera. But lately they've kind of let it slip, even in front of the camera. This is such an affront to honor and to add to leadership. He should spend more time and money, he said, helping them get elected and less time helping his crazy wife and family get rich on China. You see, McConnell is like some of the others, Pelosi and and uh, Dianne Feinstein and all those getting rich off of China. Biden's. McConnell said, I think there's probably a greater likelihood the House flips than the Senate. Senate races are just different. Their statewide candidate qualities has a lot to do with the outcome. What does he mean by that, huh? Right now we have 50-50 Senate and a 50-50 country. But I think when all is said and done in this fall, we're likely to have an extremely close Senate, either our side up slightly or their side up slightly. Here's a man that's supposed to be promoting the GOP in the Senate, and he's just, ah, yeah, it's okay, we're, we're getting along, just don't mess with it, me and Chucky, we're good buddies, we pretend to uh, hate each other on the camera, we pretend. It says later at the luncheon event, McConnell specifically cited skepticism of the candidate slate running for Senate this year as a primary session for his predicted Republican troubles in the upcoming elections. We have a problem. But yesterday, we heard the people sing in Florida. And in in New York, we had some wins there. I think they said 100% of of, of DeSantis things in Florida won and his backings and 100% of Trump won across the board yesterday. I don't know have the names of all of them and everything, but it isn't about Trump. You understand that, right? Because they don't understand that. Well, or do they? Do they? You see, Trump, since they raided him Mar-a-Lago, people who were wishy-washy are now going, wait a minute, this ain't right. And while... McConnell and many in the media, including those conservative programs, will tell you we're split 50-50 in this country. I ain't buying that 100%. Yeah, that's what we see. That's what we see on the telly. But when we have this report that 74% of the American people think we're going the wrong direction, that ain't 50-50. Cheney lost hugely. It wasn't 50-50. It wasn't even close. But she ignores the will of the people because, you see, they don't understand. (laughs) We up here in D.C., we know so much better. It isn't 50-50. But can we trust the elections? Do we trust the elections? This is coming from WorldNet Daily. 
Just I'm just throwing this out there, folks. That doesn't mean this would have made a difference. It doesn't mean that it was one side or the other. But two years after the election of 2020, the post office finds the ballots. They're blank, but they find the ballots. This is out of Baltimore. It says, while President Donald Trump and many others have been expressing concerns over anomalies that became evident during the 2020 presidential election. Now, it was just obvious in 2020. It's been going on for a long time, and I'll guarantee you throughout the precincts and the states, both sides are doing their fair share of cheating. Why do you think the Republicans make noise about change, but they never make change? even when they have the majority. The Democrats and many establishment figures in the D.C. bureaucracy have expressed that it was a flawless election, nearly perfect, without so much as a hint of failure. We know that's not true. But now here, a post office in Baltimore apparently has turned up evidence of their perfection. The city's ABC affiliate said that USPS... United States Postal Service facility found a tray of undelivered mail, and it included 26 blank ballots from 2020. Now, that's not very many, is it? 26 isn't very many ballots. But how many 26 ballots or trays of of uh, ballots were other places? It's just evidence that they're incompetent. You can't rely on mail ballots. So once again, this is an effort. This is a um, evidence that it isn't reliable. It just isn't reliable. They go on in this article, and it gets quite interesting. He's explaining some of the problems we had in the 2020 election. You know, the post office is just. I don't know how it happened. I, you know, I don't know. What is known about the 2020 election is that the results, almost without doubt, were influenced by a $420 million donation Mark Zuckerberg put into the election officials, who often used it for get-out-the-vote efforts in Democrat strongholds. The money was distributed outside the channels of of regulation that normally applies to political campaign spending. Yet he's not being held responsible for what he did. It was illegal, but he did it anyway. We're going to talk a little bit about this rigged election, and then I want to go on to the raid in Mar-a-Lago. And I have another Song of Liberty to share with you. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Remember, the people must sing that Song of Liberty. Did you hear the people sing yesterday? I think we did. What about November? What's going to happen then? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So I'm going to talk just a little bit about this uh, election fraud and the Mar-a-Lago raid. Now, the article I'm using is coming from World Net Daily. And it was from their staff. They put a bunch of statistics together and came up with this stuff. But writers of The Federalist documented a long list of ways that the 2020 election was rigged against President Donald Trump. Every illegal drop box placed in the Democrat heavy precincts, that was one way. And when the Pennsylvania legislature unconstitutionally authorized no excuse absentee voting and when Philadelphia clerks illegally inspected ballots and then told Democrat activists which voters needed to cure their ballots for their votes to count. Wisconsin election officials ignored the state election code, telling voters that they were indefinitely confined because of COVID and that the nursing homes could ignore Wisconsin's requirements that special voting deputies oversee elections in residential facilities. You see, it was all done blindly. And they used COVID. And he said that's just the beginning of the list. Then it was John Daniel Davidson, senior editor of The Federalist, who warned that the 2024 election is being rigged right now in plain sight. Now, I mentioned a few months ago that they're going to pull out some chaos before the November election. And we've been seeing a height in crime, especially in the cities. I mean, this they were telling last night. All the carjackings. Now, a person has to have a car for their livelihood. There's no doubt about that. Now, I'm just going to say something off the cuff. You know, I watch cowboy movies, right? The reason stealing a horse, hijacking somebody's horse, was such an evil, contemptible, hangable felony offense was because you were taking their livelihood. They had to have the horse for their lives. So here we have these young people, as young as 11 years old and as male and female, hijacking vehicles, sometimes killing the ones they're taking it from. The story they told last night was the one where the woman was dragged. They beat her and they dragged her and her arm came off of her body and she bled to death. It ripped her arm right off her body. So we're seeing a height in crime and, of course, these boys, they're victims, so they got very little trouble of it. But a woman is dead. He goes on in this, and he says, he cited that the FBI's raid on Trump's home in Florida, which purportedly was to look for secret documents belonging to the government, but actually, there have been claims that those accusations were planted in the media by the Biden administration, and that the FBI agents actually were there planting evidence. Who said this? Who said that might be what they were going to do? And installing bugging devices, among other accusations. 
Have you ever thought about that? The FBI raid on Trump's home isn't just about prosecuting the former president for January 6th. It's about fixing the next presidential election. The news cycle this week has been understandably dominated by the FBI's raid, in the last two weeks actually, on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence in Florida, where armed agents were supposedly looking for classified documents the FBI believes were improperly removed from the White House at the end of Trump's term in violation of federal law. But he said the raid is just a part of the larger scheme. It's a part of rigging the 2024 election, presidential election. I don't doubt this. I think I'm the one who said, what if it wasn't about what they took, but about what they left? And since nobody was allowed to look at what they took, who's to say they didn't stick something in one of those boxes? And when they were going through uh, Melania's closets, Who's to say they didn't plant something there? I mean, after all, she's an immigrant, right? We know they love immigrants. We cannot just accept what we're being told or what we're hearing. We need to, we need to be a little skeptical. We need to be a little suspicious. Why? Because they've given us every reason to be suspicious. Now, if you watch the elections in New York, it was kind of hysterical. I don't remember the woman's name, but she is a longtime old old white lady, Democrat, in New York. And she's running against Nadler, who's an old-time white guy in New York. They've been in politics all their lives in New York. They're Democrats to the hilt in New York. But New York changed their... their uh, Districting. So now these two are running against each other. <laughs> Good old New York. They let Nadler win. And Nadler beat her pretty bad. Nadler is a son of a gun. So congratulations, New York. You've done it again. It's hard to feel sorry for New Yorkers with their crime when they keep electing these idiots. But they did. Again, he's not a local. He doesn't care about what happens locally there. You'd think they'd figure that out pretty soon, but he doesn't care. He's too busy trying to uh, frame Donald Trump and protect the swamp. I mean, the man can barely get around. He's so old. He's not as overweight as he used to be. But So here we have an article. We're going to go boom. Here it is. The judge rules government can't keep the FBI raid affidavit secret. This is the same judge that let him do it. The FBI raided the president's home, apparently hunting for government documents, possibly classified, even though Trump's team had been cooperating with the government in its requests. So Judge Bruce Reinhardt, who authorized the search warrant, now has admitted that the FBI's raid was unprecedented. Well, you helped. It's kind of like the little girl in the shake and bake commercial, and I helped. He, in fact, now is rejecting the government's argument that the present record justifies keeping the entire affidavit secret. We must keep it under seal. But the judge noted the government argues that 
even requiring it to redact portions of the affidavit that could not reveal agent identities, why not? (laughs) Or investigative sources and methods imposing an undue burden on its resources and sets a precedent that could be disruptive and burdensome to future cases. Well, it's all about future cases, isn't it? There's more to that than meets the eye. And it's almost like this judge goes, I think I got caught here. I think I got caught. And I've got another article. We're just going to glance over it. We're not going to go into it in depth. Pence is wrong about the FBI. Now, Pence is going to, he's gearing up to run for president against Donald Trump. Now, I liked Pence, but something about a year and a half into the presidency, when all this stuff was leaking out, I had this sick gut feeling, and that's all it is, my friends, is just a sick gut feeling. What if this calm, leisure, opposite character of Trump's vice president, the vice president, is actually the mole in the White House? And he hasn't been speaking up for president. He, he's speaking up for us to stop saying bad things about the FBI. Yeah, some of them are bad guys, but you need to quit talking bad about them. They were just doing their job. You know, what does it say? If your job is illegal, you probably need to not be doing it. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, the Liberty Song. I've shared it before. We'll share it again when we come back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code BETHANN. 
Don't miss Abby Johnson as she delivers a message of life in Springfield, Missouri for Vitae Foundation's annual pro-life event on Friday, August 26th at the White River Conference Center in Springfield, Missouri. Abby is the author of the national best-selling book and movie adaptation, Unplanned, which tells the story of her powerful conversion from abortion clinic director to an outspoken pro-life advocate. Abby believes in the work of Vitae Foundation as they utilize digital marketing strategies to connect abortion-determined women with life-saving resources at local pregnancy help centers. Reserve your seat today by going to adsforlife.org. Again, that's Abby Johnson on August 26th in Springfield, Missouri. Before this event sells out, register today at adsforlife.org. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promised to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Now, in looking at Lamez and did you hear the people sing? Do you hear the people sing? I think we are hearing Americans sing. I think part of the problem is Americans don't know what liberty is anymore. And we've been pretending we're free for so long that we don't even know what freedom is. We don't understand sovereignty. Being sovereign individuals, sovereign states. And in the Mar-a-Lago situation, had the county sheriff been there, he could have stopped the FBI from going in to Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Did you know that? Now, if you're in Delaware, you're out of luck because you don't have any county sheriffs. But your county sheriff has to be, he has to be a constitutional sheriff. So my hope is when they come knocking on my door for my speech here on CSE Talk Radio that my county sheriff will tell them, hit the road. Liberty Song. Now, I didn't write this. I wrote the article. But the song is by, it's a poem by John Dickinson. And it was the first American patriotic song. And it was written in 1768. And it appeared, I think, in a newspaper. Come join hand in hand. Brave Americans all, and rouse your bold hearts of fair liberty's call. No tyrannous acts shall suppress your just claim, or stain with dishonor America's name. And the chorus is, in freedom we were born, and in freedom we'll live. Our purses are ready, 
Steady, friends, steady. Not as slaves, but as free men, our money we'll give. And I kept that in bold, not just because it's a course, but I think we should all be very careful about where our money goes. Now, last night I was doing some research. I'm trying to find makeup that's made in the USA, and I found a company. I'm not giving you the name. But I found the company, and it's fairly new. I'd never heard of it before. And they bragged about being made in the USA. But their causes were extremely woke. They had to have causes. So whether their product's good or bad, I won't buy it, even though it's made in the USA, because the money goes to woke causes. He goes on in this, Our worthy forefathers, let's give them a cheer. To climates unknown did courageously steer. Through oceans to deserts for freedom they came, and dying bequeathed us the freedom and fame. Now think about what our pilgrims went through. Our, our, you know, from way back. The tree their own hands had to liberty reared. They lived to behold, growing strong and revered. With transport they cried, now our wishes we gain, for our children shall gather the fruits of our pain. That one's kind of scary. Our children will gather the fruits of our pain. I don't know about you, but that one lays a little heavy on my heart. While during the days of our revolution, those brave men believed that their sacrifice would bring the rich fruit of freedom to their children and the next generation of America. Today, we are in a time when I worry that our children will reap the roots, the fruits of our apathy. And that fruit is slavery. The lines in the chorus, our purses are steady, are ready. Steady, friends, steady. You've got to be careful where you spend your money. Who are you donating to? I had two really good letters this week. The one was actually upset with the farmers for not promoting this show financially. You know, as a constitutional republic, this nation was designed to be governed locally. The school board victory in Florida yesterday was evidence how fantastic that's going to be. While the D.C. government is needing is needed for four purposes, it is there. It is not there to dictate, regulate, mandate the state and or we the people. The debate over today's federal policies. Now I wrote this article a long time ago when I was when I actually had a newsletter. The debate over today's federal policies and grants and benefits and entitlements, etc., are truly the same battlefronts for which our founding fathers were involved. Now, I don't think the king gave them too many benefits. So we're at a disadvantage there because they're dangling, they're taking your, their, your livelihood away. They're taking your money from what you raise, what you earn in your salaries. And then they dangle a carrot. They say, wait a minute, you know, I'll give you this back. It's disgusting. The king attempted to control the travels, type of worship, the trade, their businesses, and their land. Are these not the same, exact same battles we have now? And are they not happening because of the dispute of the kind of government rule, large federal over the local and small government? 
Every July, we remember and celebrate our nation's victory for independence from that tyrannical king of England. Of course, it wasn't that day that we gained the independence. It was that day we declared it. May I point out that we are distracted by all these issues that I just renamed, which are extremely important, but we miss the truth of the debate. Do we want to be an independent people governed as a republic of the people, by the people, and for the people? Or do we want to forego all that independent liberty talk for a large tyrannical king government and be ruled upon, dictated at, and governed by an unelected bureaucracy? Oh, yeah, Congress is elected if you want to believe that when they're not fraudulently taking the elections. As for me and my house, I choose the Lord as my king and a republic of God-fearing people to bid my governing. Let's remember the words of the song's chorus. In freedom we were born and in freedom we will live. Our purses are ready. Steady, friends, steady. Not as slaves, but as free men. Our money will give. We are only one as individuals. But when we stand together as Americans, we are a strong republic. And that scares the swamp absolutely to death. Because we're about to pull the plug and drain them out. Wouldn't that be nice? That's why they hate Trump. It ain't about Trump. It's about all of you. Know, too, that it is important to what or whom you pledge your allegiance and give your money. You know, Trump is taking the hits for us. Christ took the hits for I'm not comparing him necessarily to Christ, just this situation. Every stripe on his back was the wrath of God for our sins. Trump is taking those hits for our liberty because he's standing in front of we the people that's really aimed at us. How dare we question them? They got it all wrapped up and sealed and tied in a nice little bow. Let's open it up and bring America home. Home.